Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hi, it's Ethan Skolnick. Welcome to the Five on the Floor podcast on the Five Reasons Sports Network. Make sure to check out Five Reasons Sports. Spell it out. FiveReasonsSports.com for all your latest heat news, but also Dolphins news, Hurricanes news. Inner Miami has just started. we got spring training starting up in Jupiter with the Marlins, and of course the Panthers are making a playoff push like they are every year. Before we get to today's episode, I want to tell you about one of the great sponsors of the Five Reasons Sports Network, and that's the Seltzer Mayberg Law Firm. You can find them at onecalllegal.com. Again, that's O-N-E, calllegal.com. They've got someone there 24 hours a day to handle your case, whether it's immigration, personal injury, slip and fall, Sports law, they handle just about everything over at Seltzer Mayberg. They're based right there in North Miami, just before the Golden Glades, but they handle cases from all over the state. So check out the Seltzer Mayberg Law Firm. That's onecalllegal.com. And now, today's episode. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a Miami Heat and NBA podcast from Ethan Skolnick with Alvon Sydney, a.k.a. Alf954. Brought to you by the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right, Ethan Skolnick back with Alphonse Sydney. We're both kind of on the move today, so we apologize in advance if there are some audio issues. Uh, we were trying to find a time to do this for the three of us. We managed to find two of us. Alex is out shopping for winter clothes. You know, Alf, Alex has never been in cold weather before. He's going to Chicago? Yeah, Chicago in uh, February. That's a... Uh... That's a pretty uh, pretty extreme first uh, first taste of winter. High of eleven on Friday. It's gonna be a high of eleven on Friday. I haven't. Told I, he has him. no I, idea. I don't know if he checks yet. He has no, no idea. He doesn't understand. He has no idea. No, he, he, he doesn't understand. It's always well. First thing, happy birthday to me. This is always my birthday weekend. I'm always flying my damn birthday. Uh, I'm I'm uh, I'm gonna be 21 for the 27th time. But th- <laughs> this weekend is always the coldest weekend of the year. Always traditionally going back to my youth. And so we were in Toronto four years ago, and it was so cold. It was the coldest day in Toronto history. Toronto history. Okay? Sedano and I, we decided they have these underground tunnels that they would direct you to the game, but I kept getting lost. Okay? Like, I I couldn't find the signs. And so basically, at one point, George Sedano and I decided we went to get, you know, something to eat and drink, some along those lines. And we're like, let's pop outside for a second and just see how bad it is. Yeah. Almost died. <laughs> then also, that also New York. They had it in New York a few years ago. It was the coldest day in New York history for that particular day. And now we're going to Chicago. And and people always ask this question: Why is it not in Miami? Well, the reason it's not in Miami is for years and years and years and years. Uh, it hasn't been in Miami since 1990. 
1990, okay? The premier destination yeah. in the league, 1990. Well, the reason was that he didn't want it for a long time. Um, and, you know, because what, what the, the, I don't know if the league still does this, but they basically control the tickets, right? So you end up pissing off all your season ticket holders because you don't end up giving the tickets to the people who are there all the time. So the Heat was kind of against it for years. And then there was always the boat show conflict over at the convention center. But I, I had heard about three, four years ago that things had thawed enough that the, the, the Heat was interested in it, but they still had not gotten in there. It's like they give it to L.A. every other year. And, and Miami can't get in the mix. It's in Indiana next year. So I don't know if it's ever going to be in Miami. But anyway, let's wild, get to the heat. Wild weekend in Indiana. That, uh, and well, and that's, that's going to be yours. the one I'm able to go to, by the way, of course. Yeah, that's yours because you, could, you couldn't go this year. You were, you were second on the list. You couldn't go. So Alex and Matthias are going with me. All right, so here's um, what we want to get to today. We're going to touch a little bit on last night's game, which both of us watched. It was just too late to, to pod after it. And then we'll get to this MB Jimmy Butler story. So – the, the first part on last night's game, I mean, I mean, the first takeaway is home state is awful. We knew that. Um, you know, barring that little blip from Wiggins at one point, I guess it was in the third quarter where you're afraid he was going to go crazy like he did in Minnesota this year. Draymond Green is, is, a, is a supersized role player. He doesn't fit on, on this particular team. Um, the Warriors are not very good. So I don't want to make very much of this. Um, but I will say there were some encouraging things. Um, the Heat picked up Jay Allen at the break as in Jake Crowder. Uh, I don't know where all this three-point shooting is coming from, Alf, and I'm not expecting it to last. But I like everything else. Um, I love the fact that Andre Iguodala was, what, a plus 25 while scoring two points yes. last night. Uh, yes. The two acquisitions look terrific, and they look really good. Iguodala was Jimmy Butler. The, what, what I saw, um, like you said, the plus-minus on both of those guys – Kelly seems to fit very well with those guys. That bench seems to be co- uh, coalescing very well together. And what I like to see is that when they come in, you, it's, it's, it's ne- it's ne- you're never worried about this guy's ability to be consistent on a basketball court. Like, you know what you're going to get from Jay Crowder, the consistent effort. You know what you're going to get from uh, Andre Iguodala. You know you're going to get that effort. You're going to get uh, the defense. You're going to get guys flying around. Um, this is something actually Giancarlo Navas pointed out on Twitter, and I had noticed while I was watching it, the way that these guys switch so effort, effort, effortless, effortlessly on screens, which is something that the Heat have not been doing. Um, they've been doing, um, they've they've been running over screens and has been leaving a lot of guys open. It's been leading a lot, uh, to a lot of penetration from these guys on the perimeter who are not the strongest defenders. So what you're seeing now is. It feels like heat basketball more when you see those two guys on the floor. And it also just, it feels like, it, it just doesn't feel like there's this drop off or, oh my, which James Johnson are we going to get tonight? Or look, there's only three guys available on the bench. What this move did more than anything is stabilize. I feel like it has stabilized that bench. It stabilized the team as a whole. It feels like the lineups that's because of, Guys like Iguodala and 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 uh, Jay Crowder and Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo. When you have those kinds of guys all over the floor, it feels like you're you're getting consistent minutes. You're getting lineups that constantly make sense. Whereas when you're hoping maybe James Johnson can come in and give you a little bit of something, you're maybe Deion Waiters is going to give you five good minutes and five bad minutes. Hopefully, Justice Winslow plays with. With these guys, the last couple games, it just felt like 
wow, a complete cohesive team. Um, now there was that one nineteen to two run in the third quarter, but for the most part they controlled the game and they kind they just it just looked like a cohesive unit and it was nice to see for the first time in a while. Well, they don't have two guys yet either. That's the thing, and and I want to get into the lineup that they used yesterday because still no Tyler Hero, no still no Myers Leonard. Um, I had suggested that maybe Spoelstra put Jay Crowder in the lineup instead of Kelly Olynyk. Uh, instead, what he decided to do was when he put Jimmy Butler back, he put uh, he, he he left Eric Jones Jr. in to play the four, to play those four minutes with Bam. I wonder if we'll see more of that because Olynyk played one of his better games yesterday. It's funny. You can isolate Kelly Olynyk's season to like five games. Yep. He's played five really good games this season where like it's still in there. So like all the other excuses that we've made, okay, maybe he's not over the knee. Maybe he doesn't have the same role he had before. Like, okay, he's managed to put that aside five times this season. So it exists, but you just he can't get to it consistently. But he was much better last night. Um, I, I, I will, and, and we're going to touch on Kendrick Dunn in a second. But as far as the lineups go, uh, do you anticipate, again, assuming that none is going to stay in the lineup, do you anticipate Myers just goes back into the starting lineup? And when that happens, so what happens next, right? Because you're going to be bringing DJJ, Jay Crowder, and Iguodala off the bench. You talk about switchable. Uh, that's as switchable <laughs> as it gets. But, but you still need minutes, right? I mean, Olenek, the backup big. And you still need minutes for Dragic and Hero. That's 11, right? So legit not 11, 11. It's 11. Legit 11. They're, right now, they're legit 11 deep with a guy like Solomon Hill that can play spot minutes. And here's the thing. if When Myers Leonard comes back, I, one, I, I wholeheartedly agree that he needs to go back in a starting lineup because that starting lineup is one of the most successful lineups in the league, numbers-wise. On-off numbers, net rating, everything. They are – they are a very potent lineup, so I would not mess with that success. But what you're the the what you're talking about with these with the rest of the guys, it that's where it's going to get a little bit difficult. But what I all what I do see happening, and what you saw a little bit of last night, is longer rest periods for Bam, longer rest periods for Jimmy, where it doesn't look like a total disaster because those guys are off the floor. So it doesn't ne- the, the minutes don't necessarily have to come from Tyler Hero and Dragic, who Dragic actually should probably be playing a few less minutes himself. Some of these minutes can come from guys who've been playing too much. So it doesn't necessarily have to be Derrick Jones Jr. gets his minutes cut, cut in half. It can, it can mean four less minutes for Bam, where maybe he's averaging under 30 minutes a game. Jimmy Butler's down at 28 minutes a game. If we could see something like that, I mean, I don't think it'll be that low, but if we could see those guys eat into their minutes instead of say, uh, instead of say a Tyler Hero, then I think that's just going to be good for the team in the long run. Because I was actually, uh, they were talking about the, the Milwaukee Bucks. There's not a player on the Bucks that averages over 30 minutes except for Gian- for Giannis, and he averages 31. To me, that's a winning formula going into the postseason. And the Heat have the kind of depth. Well, that was the Toronto. That was the Toronto formula last year too. If you look yes. at their minutes, uh, they, they kept the minutes they? down. Well, right, and you look at the historically, that's been the San Antonio formula uh, for years and years and years and years. Pop the minutes under thirty-two. I don't think you'll ever see Jimmy get to twenty-eight, but I do think what we saw last night was impact of Jimmy Butler, but also Jimmy Butler on rest. We've had this conversation before. Jimmy looked terrific. Why? The, the jumper, he had his feet set. Why? Because his legs are rested. 
And and so I do think we've had this debate already, Alex and I on the pod to make at the end of the year. Do you want to give Jimmy that rest? And now that it looks okay, now look, anything can happen, okay? But it looks like the Heat may be may be going for that end up in that four or five matchup, all right? Which uh, because you look at the way Toronto is playing, I mean, barring a major injury, they have figured it out. I mean, they are playing at an absolutely elite level right now. Everybody's back healthy. Uh, I don't know that Boston necessarily slips. I think the Heat can get there, but I think Toronto's going to get the two. So if that's the case, you're looking at a 4-5 matchup with Philadelphia, which is going to set up our next topic. And if that's the case, then it maybe just comes down to home court and how important it is to get Jimmy the rest as opposed to having uh, the home court in the first round. I want to get to one more thing from last night. Kendrick Nunn has not looked good since he's come back. I, I almost feel like at this stage they should just shut him down for this next game let him go into the break, relax, do the rising stars. Uh, he doesn't look comfortable. Now, every rookie goes through shooting slumps. Every player goes through shooting slumps. But there were a couple times yesterday that he looked like he didn't want to shoot, and, and that's not him. I mean, we've, yeah. we've had the discussion the other way all year. Uh, I, I, I don't, you know, I, to me, I'm looking at it as just a slump. Progression to the mean slumps before. Uh, but he looked, I, I mean, I hate to say, he looked bad last night. Like, he did not look like a good basketball player, and that's really the – this is the first stretch of the season where you felt he looks like a G League guy. The rest of the year, he's looked like a seasoned pro. Are you concerned? I'm not concerned. I'm concerned because I think it's the injury. I don't think it's a slump. Uh, the reason I don't think it's just a slump is because it's not just the shooting that's off. It's all these things that we have been talking about, um, all of the progressions he's made this year, he's, his passing, just the decision-making – getting to the lane, little pocket passes to Bam, things of that nature that he was just doing at such a high level, like month after month after month, getting better and better. He's not even doing those things. So it's just it's not just that his shooting is off. He's not doing any of the things that have... have that. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go for a run, take a nap, maybe check the stats of the latest Miami Heat game? I've got a better idea. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. I've benefited from therapy. I went through some life changes, major life events, had some difficulties, wasn't a believer in therapy, but it helped me and it can help you also. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Miami Heat today to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Miami Heat. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then... 
place a $5 wager on any sport, you'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Have made Kendrick Nunn, Kendrick Nunn, especially over the last um, four to six weeks before he got injured. So to me, if it was a shooting slump, he would still be able to contribute in other ways. But he's not contributing in any way. And I think it's because he's injured. And um, so if that's the case, yeah, I agree with you. I would say sit him down, maybe even take him out of the Rising Stars Challenge. But like, I mean, that's not a that's not a very, you know, a very strenuous game. So I don't, it's, it'd be fine if he didn't, if he played. But take the all-star break, take off the next couple games, whatever, just get him rested and get that ankle well because an Achilles injury would lead to some of the things that we're seeing. If he's not explosive, if he can't get his feet under him on, on the jumper, if he can't get into the lane and make some of those passes that we've seen him, learn, that we've seen him make recently – then yeah, that's that sounds more like an injury than a rookie wall to me, right? Yeah, well, and, well, and, and the other question is, and I hate to do this because I'm going up to Chicago. We obviously want to see both guys in the Rising Stars, but I think it's very possible we might not see Hero or none. Hero's already been replaced uh, because, by Colin Sexton. Oh, I, I wasn't even aware of that. All right, so Tyler's not even going. So, so yeah, so you know, that, which is unfortunate. Uh, but but obviously, uh, you know, if you got to rest, you got to rest. It's kind of a meaningless game. Those guys will be be up there anyway I, I I would like to see none sit against Utah I, I don't really see the point um you know you have enough bodies right now now that Jimmy's back and you've incorporated Crowder um you still have Dragic healthy I I say you sit none maybe you start Jay maybe in the lineup for Derek at the, you know, Jimmy at the two and Derek at the three see what he'll at the four or vice versa see what he'll yeah, well, for a few minutes see, 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 right he'll off the bench I mean Utah's very good at home they're very good in general Donovan Mitchell is, is a really difficult matchup, obviously. Do you really want Kendrick Nunn chasing him around if he doesn't feel good? I, I felt kind of bad for Kendrick last night. It just, he didn't look like himself. He didn't look like the player for the first half. And I don't think he's saying to draw these conclusions. We should have traded him. It's, one, it's, it's, a, it's a bad week, okay? It's a bad week playing with an injury. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll see where it goes. All right, after the break, we're going to get to Embiid. We're going to get to Butler. All right, before we get to the second part of our episode, I want to tell you about one of the great sponsors of the five – Reason Sports Network, and that's Cervani Men's Custom Clothiers. The phone number is 305-310-2085. It's 305-310-2085. Why Cervani Custom Clothiers? Because if they can get a schlep like me looking pretty decent, which I believe I've looked pretty decent lately, um, then you should go check them out too, okay? They've got just about everything for you there. Uh, 
she's right down there. We've got to go check out Blanca. She's right down there in South Miami, right about the Shula's 357. She's got a small little office right there, but take care of everything for you. Pick out your clothes. Customize your clothes. Don't buy them off the rack. They don't fit. They don't look right. When I went to go do WSBN Sports Extra on Sunday, Steve Shapiro, of all people, loud, jacketed Steve Shapiro, looked at me and goes, that's a nice jacket. I didn't think I would ever get a compliment like that from Steve Shapiro. So go check out Blanca. Again, the phone number, 305-310-2085. All right, let's get to the last part of our episode here. Just a couple minutes for this, but we wanted to address it. Um, Joel Embiid, we've talked about this all season. I hate to say we told you so, but we told you so. Um, this thing is imploding in Philadelphia, and it's imploding in part because Joel Embiid doesn't seem to like Ben Simmons, doesn't seem to like Brett Brown, and doesn't seem to like the fans. And we've talked a lot about the Philly fans, and they're the one fan in the league that will turn against you when things don't go bad, and it's why I don't really worry about Philadelphia having home court in the first round, even as good as they've been at home, because if they have one bad quarter, the first quarter of game one, they will start booing their own players. And they've already started to boo Embiid a little bit, and he didn't like it. And so, Alf, tell the people what Jimmy Butler decided to do. Well, first, um, Joel goes on Instagram and says, uh, you, one of that line from Batman where you stick you you stick around long enough to become the villain, basically saying uh, he's become the villain in Philadelphia. So Jimmy Butler, ever the opportunist, in the uh, in the vein of his uh, mentor Dwayne Wade, uh, goes into the goes into Joel's mentions and says, "I know a place where villains are welcome," meaning Miami, of course, because you know. We uh, this team has embraced the villain mentality, and then Joel Embiid comes back and says, "Damn right, my brother," which got the whole internet going crazy. Mm-hmm. Courtesy of your boy George Sedano, you- by the way. Well, well, Sedano tweeted first because Sedano's been on this whole train. Although we've got to tell the people though, because uh, we love George. But George is the one who has repeatedly said until this year, I'd rather be the Sixers, right? Remember all those <laughs> fights he had with you? Oh, yes, so, so we've George, had George, George taking glee in what's happened with Philadelphia is kind of funny to me. But we've talked about this. Like, Embiid and Simmons are not two players you would ever put together. They were put together because they are the two out of the six top five picks that Philadelphia had that worked out. That's why. That's why the two of them were put together. They don't fit, Okay. Embiid is incredibly sensitive. We've seen that. I don't have a problem with the crying after losing. It's the other stuff. Even in the locker room here when they lost, you know, the Philly reporters are, are, I mean, the first couple of questions are from a softball, you know, person who works basically for the team, but doesn't ask even the questions, you know, because Jason Jackson has to toe the line, but Jason asks thoughtful, intelligent questions. She was asking these softball questions, and Embiid still tripped all over them and basically said he wasn't getting enough touches in that game against Miami. Um, he can't help himself. So, look, I, I have said all along that this team has the highest ceiling in the East, maybe not anymore with the way Milwaukee's playing, but they have, and they have the lowest floor of all the contenders. And that's even with the way Indiana's played of late, which they can't seem to incorporate all the depot. But let, let's get to the practicality of this right before we close. I mean, Embiid is not a free agent for a while. We know that Pat Riley is going to covet somebody like Joel Embiid. He can't help himself, right? But w- would you even entertain the idea – of making a trade. You have Bam already. Would you even entertain, when as brittle as Embiid has been, as sensitive as he is, but as talented as he is, would you even entertain the idea of trying to trade for Joel Embiid before he becomes a free agent? I mean, of course you entertain the idea, right? Because he is the best big man in the game. 
I mean, there's there's people out there who there's Heat fans who will tell you that Bam Adebayo is he's not. Joel Embiid is the best big man in the game. Okay, maybe Jokic, um, but what what Joel does on the defensive end, I don't care how much he's pouting, what what his attitude is on that end of the floor, he is a he is an absolute monster. Part but part of the problem is you're not going to give up Bam, so I just feel like basketball wise you run into another Bam Horford situation where, I mean, uh, Embiid Horford situation with Bam and Embiid uh, because you don't want either one of those guys floating around the perimeter the entire time. Now, it works well with Bam and uh, Myers Leonard because Myers Leonard is a very good three-point shooter, and he is is not a me-first guy where, you know, we even had a conversation, um, Nakias and I did, with Myers Leonard, where he did express that he would like to play more of the traditional five role, be underneath the basket. But he said, at the end of the day, what this need, this team needs for me to do is be on the perimeter and give Bam that space and Butler that space inside. So he does exactly what he has to do. And he and he's super rah-rah. You see him at home tweeting about games like he's part of Heat Twitter. It's amazing. But... <laughs> He'll take that. Yeah, I've role. never seen. I've never. I've never seen that before. Actually, you know, I've mentioned Myers Leonard retweets more of the stuff in our network than our network guys do. In <laughs> fact, I, I almost feel like Myers is like I'm going to kick out 30 of these people in the network and never retweet anything anybody else produces. Uh, if any of them are listening right now, but but Myers is out there retweet. Literally, I, I can't tweet anything without Myers retweeting. But he is. He's a super rah rah guy. I was glad to see him stick around. And actually. We'll see how the season goes, but now they have the flexibility to potentially keep Myers and Derek Jones Jr. and Goran Dragic because of what they did this offseason. But, look, I'm with you on this. Um, I don't think this is real. Uh, I, I think that, to me, what this symbolized is, again, that Jimmy Butler is so deep under Philadelphia fans' skin at this point, and that's what this is about. I don't think Jimmy thinks he's actually going to get Embiid here, but even he's poked the bear since the beginning of the year. He called Embiid the best player in the league earlier this season I mean he's he has put like it's funny he's friends with Embiid but he's put kind of a target on his back and it's just clear that Jimmy didn't really respect Ben Simmons the same way he didn't respect Andrew Wiggins I thought last night was funny there was one time Jimmy just bullied Andrew Wiggins and I'm thinking okay how many times did that happen in practice (laughs) yeah but how often did that happen but I think he's just poking the bear like I, I he knows that they may see them in the first round I mean that's I think is what we're headed for one way or the other and if that's the case Get under the skin now. This is going to be a story in the beginning. I mean, we might see Jamal Embiid slip into the heat huddle at some point during that first round series. Uh, I like it, but I don't think it's real. That, that's the way I would look at what, it. I, what, I just don't the, think it's real. The, you know. like, like what you're saying, it, the most important part about it and the best part about it to me is the mind games, right? Because if this is going to be a potential first-round matchup, how much does that get – if if you see Jim, Jimmy and Embiid chummy before a game, and let's say Philly loses a game in Philadelphia, and Jimmy and Embiid are chummy and, and joking around after the game, how upset is that fan base going to get? How inside the head of the other of, of the other Philadelphia 76ers uh, is that mm-hmm. going? So the, the mind games that Jimmy is playing right now, and then the funny thing is Joel feeds into it because, like you said, he can't help himself. So Joel is feeding into these mind games, and it's just funny to me. It's just, it's uh, it's it's like the it's like the UD uh, quote where he accidentally said cats. <laughs> it's just, it's right. like 
the, the 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 trail of bodies that Jimmy has left, and he's and he's still walking around kicking them as he goes by. He is just he. I I just love the way he he messes with these other guys, messes with these other teams, and messes with their fan base. If you had any bead on Sixers Twitter, they were apoplectic. I mean, the the whole thing was on fire. It was just amazing to me, just off of a simple Instagram post. He knows what he's doing. Jimmy is uh, – one thing I've learned about Jimmy this season and the way he's dealt with players on his team, and then we're going to close because I'm, I'm in a high-traffic area and this has got to be hard to listen to right now. But uh, once we kind of figured out what Jimmy was about and it was just about winning, uh, the next thing that I figured out with him is that he is kind of an amateur psychologist. I mean, I, I, he, I, he knows what buttons to push with what people. We've seen it on this team. I think we've seen it in terms of the fans. And I think we've, we've seen it uh, in terms of the way he's won the fan base over here and the way he's pissed off other fan bases. I think he knows a certain way with the media. And I think that he knows it with his former teammates better than anything. And he knows what buttons to push with Simmons and Embiid. And he knows that, that as much as that was a message for Embiid, it, it's a message for Ben, too. It's like he doesn't want to play with you. He wants to play with me. Exactly. Uh, I, I just think I think it's great. I think it's great. I think it's great. Uh, and I think we're headed for a four-five. To be honest, I, I think both teams have their own issues. Um, I just think Toronto has figured it out, uh, and I think Boston probably settles into that three. So anyway, check out our website, FiveReasonSports.com. The other reason you want to check it out, we've got an All-Star shirt out there. It's really cool. Um, and I think if you order it by today, you still have a chance to get it by the weekend. Okay, if you if you rush it. So check that out, and also obviously our Tua shirt. All of our Miami Heat shirts are on there. Thanks for joining us. Promise better audio on the next one. Thank you for listening to the Five on the Floor on the Five Regional Sports Network. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.